0: Peace be with you. Our faith is a journey, not a destination. Yes, I'm paraphrasing the well-known quotation, which in essence tells us to see life as a journey. It encourages us to enjoy life along the way and not to believe that someday, when we reach a certain goal or get to a certain level, then life becomes enjoyable. We must stop and smell the roses along the way. This is what makes life worthwhile. Our faith can be the same. Our faith should not be about the destination. We don't just say, I accept Jesus Christ as my Savior, I am saved. No, our faith should not be stagnant, it should not remain the same year after year. Our faith should be ever-growing, ever-increasing in our understanding, ever-inspiring us to new discovery, just like the phrase, life is a journey, encourages us to see something new in each day, to take each joy and each suffering as an opportunity to learn and grow so our faith can grow each day so we can see the work of Jesus in each and every experience. Our gospel reading today is a continuation of the life of John the Baptist. In each reading about John the Baptist, we see this progression in his understanding. We see this growth in his expression of the faith. It starts when he's a child promised to the priest, Zechariah, and his wife, Elizabeth. They would have a child, despite being childless and quite advanced in age. And this a child is announced to Mary, and she goes to Elizabeth to help. John the Baptist has his first meeting with Jesus while he's still in the womb. And the Bible tells us that Elizabeth's child leapt in joy upon hearing the voice of Mary. When that child is born, Zechariah is filled with the Holy Spirit and he declares that his son, John the Baptist, will be a prophet to go before the Lord to prepare his way. But Zechariah, the temple priest, he could never have imagined the journey that his son would take. There's no way he could envision the path that John the Baptist would follow. The next time we see John the Baptist in the Bible, he's portrayed as this wild man out in the desert, and he's preaching a baptism of repentance, and he's quoting the prophet Isaiah, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. At that time, John didn't seem too sure of who was coming. Yes, prepare the way for the Lord, but exactly when? And how the Lord would come, John was not sure. But still, John persevered in his faith. Many times, faith is like this. We are not exactly sure how the Lord is calling us or what the future holds for our faith. But we pray, we read scripture, we attend mass, we hear homilies, And we persevere in the practice of our faith journey all with hope in the destination. Now, as John's faith grows, the people start to come to him with questions. They come and say, what shall we do? And with guidance from the Holy Spirit, John shares his sense of what is right and wrong. He tells the people, if you have two coats, share with someone who has none. If you have food, do likewise. And then Jesus comes to be baptized. Now, John knew Jesus. They were cousins. They grew up together. Just one thing, though. John had never seen Jesus commit sin. And so when Jesus comes to John, John says, I need to be baptized by you not the other way around. But at this moment, John still had not recognized Jesus as the one who was to come, the very one about which John himself had been preaching. But all that changed at the baptism. When John baptized Jesus, the heavens open up, and the Holy Spirit descends upon them, and the voice of God says... This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. I'll just imagine at that moment how John is feeling. Why didn't I see this? How could I have not realized this until now? now I'm not gonna suggest that we have to see the Holy Spirit descend for us to have one of these moments in our life. Now, has has your journey in life ever led you past the same place time after time? Literally, perhaps, or even certainly figuratively. And yet one day, you suddenly see something new. One day, you suddenly see it in in a new light. Which brings us to today's gospel. Now, we don't know exactly how much time has passed since the baptism of Christ, but we can see how John the Baptist has changed. When Jesus approaches him, John confidently says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Now, when this phrase that John said, Behold the Lamb of God, to the people of Israel at that time would have had so much meaning. They would have conjured up these images of Abraham leading his son Isaac into the wilderness and having been asked by God to sacrifice his only son. And Isaac asking why they have wood for a fire but no lamb for the burnt offering. And Abraham having to reply, God himself will provide the lamb. They would have also been reminded of the exodus when in order to deliver the Israelites out of Egypt, God commands Moses to tell his people, choose a lamb that is without blemish and take some of the blood of the lamb and put it on the doorposts. And then that night they shall eat the flesh of that lamb the night they were freed from slavery. Or perhaps even when the people heard these words from John the Baptist, they they would recognize the words of the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah, foretelling of the life of Christ, says, he writes about the man who was despised and rejected by others, who was wounded for our transgressions, who was like a lamb, who has led to its slaughter. Now Jesus would f- fulfill that prophecy. He would give us the lamb for the offering. He would become the paschal sacrifice. He would take bread and break it and say, this is my body which is given to you. He would take the chalice and And he would say, this cup which is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. And then he would command us, do this in remembrance of me. Today, John the Baptist tells us twice, I did not know him. But later he'd be able to say, now I have seen and testified that he is the son of God. John tells us himself in today's gospel reading that he came for the purpose of doing the baptism so that people would come to know Jesus. And so he suddenly realizes why his life has taken this path. All his life he's listened to the calling, he's studied scripture, he's led this life of austerity and sacrifice And it's all brought him to this day when his prophecy has this new urgency to it. John tells us to see Jesus in a new way. And today, you have been called to the Supper of the Lamb of God. Now, whether you attend Mass every day or once a week or even if this is your first Mass for a while... Today you are called to participate in a new way as we see, as we do what Jesus commanded, as we participate in the Last Supper. Father Emmanuel will raise a chalice in the broken bread and say, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold Him who takes away the sins of the world. Your path of life, your faith, has brought you here today for a reason. Make your faith a journey. Enjoy the faith. Learn more about the faith. Grow in the faith. We are called to do more than just see our faith as a destination. We are called to make our faith a journey to continuously walk with Jesus, to suffer with Him, to experience joy with Him, to share His life with others, and most of all, to love as he did, to love God and love our neighbor. Focus on your faith as a journey, something to be lived anew each day, and the destination will take care of itself.